<laughs> making sure that our fit is very consistent year over year and that it's easy for him to figure out, oh, am I a large trim or am right. I a classic medium? And what's the difference between the two? Making sure that experience is really good on our website is, is really critical for us. Hi, everybody. This is Jeff Murgy, your host for Bold Brands, a podcast presented by Bold Metrics that focuses on innovation and technology in the apparel e-commerce space. We speak with the founders and CEOs about the challenges they face and how they use technology to grow and scale their brands. Hi, everybody. This is Jeff Murgy, the host of Bold Brands podcast. Today, we have a very special guest. We have Bethany Moots, the CMO of Mizzen and Main, one of my personal favorite brands. I've been, I think, rocking Mizzen and Main dress shirts since 2012. So very pumped to have Bethany on the podcast. Bethany and her team have been amazing partners at Bold Metrics. We've enjoyed working together. Very excited to have Bethany share her story and kind of what Ms. and Maine's been up to. Bethany, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Super excited to be here and to join you and meet all of you. Yeah. All right. So why don't you tell um, the audience just a little bit about your background and kind of how you ended up at Ms. and Maine today? Um, so originally I started my career actually not in marketing at all. Um, I actually started in merchandising. So, um, grew up in the, in the Bloomingdale's executive training program was a buyer for them. Um, and really realized I had a passion for brands. Um, so then continued my career um, on the brand side, but still in merchandising with Cole Haan, um, Under Armour early on in the day. And then um, things started really changing in the industry and it was no longer um, so important to have a great product. You really needed to have a great story around mm -hmm. your product with everything happening in, in social media and e-com. And so pivoted into a marketing role um, and started consulting for smaller brands, um, building my own Facebook ads and audiences. Oh, <laughs> and oh, I cool. said, you know, really at the ground level because I thought if I managed uh, performance marketers or a marketing team, I'm, I needed to know how to do all of these things myself. And so then kind of moved up um, on the marketing side, again, uh, mostly on the brand side with uh, a couple of shoe companies, um, a teen brand called Ivoriella. And then now most recently at, at Mizzen and Maine having all of marketing both brand and and the performance. So it's been a, a fun ride, but um, definitely uh, thinking of the customer always first and foremost, whether you're on the merchandising product side or marketing. Very cool. Obviously, I was one of the original customers for Mizzen and Maine. That was a long time ago. Um, I, I think know, two, it's so exciting. <laughs> two things for me, like at, at the time, like I was actually on the physical product side, working on technical textile innovations for Columbia Sportswear. So like very in tune with like performance fabrics and also was, you know, 
this is maybe too much information, you know, it could be a heavy sweater, you know, and all my friends were getting married at that time. And yeah. I discovered this dress shirt and it was game changing. I for know. Me. So, it's uh, changing. so I guess like going back to the consumer, like how has the consumer evolved um, over all those years? Because, you know, now it's been over 10 years since the company was founded. And then who is that? Who is that consumer today that you guys are targeting? Yeah, I mean, we, the customer is still you. Um, <laughs> guys expect performance in really everything that they touch today, you know, whether it's their cars or performance in the gym or performance in what they're wearing. They expect um, the clothes to uh, set them up for success and and perform. So it's still our 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 number one product is still the dress shirt. And when guys come in to the brand, that's usually their first purchase. And then it kind of evolves from there. It's like, wow, this thing actually you know performs for me. I don't sweat through my dress shirt. I can put it in the washer and the dryer. It it travels well, and so. Right. It's still kind of the same um, philosophy as the brand originally started, but I would say now we're really focused on building out his wardrobe. So not only the the performance dress shirt, but you know, is there a polo that he can wear to the office and then go straight to the course from the office and the polo performs just as well as maybe some some of his athletic brands do. So it's really now about building other things in his closet um, that he can that are also go to Mizzen and main staples for him. Got it. So is that what you would say kind of your strategy is kind of testing what other products that for consumers interested in from from your brand and then kind of building out those categories? It definitely is. Our, you, as you know, in, in um, e-commerce, the customer tells you every day what they are looking for. So whether we watch him search um, and read what he's typing in, in the search bar mm -hmm. or he's writing into customer service or he's actually responding to an email from us, he tells us what products he's wanting next from Mizzen and Maine. And that definitely informs us on um, the product creation side, what we should be looking into next in terms of product extensions. What's a, what's an example of like the, I guess, next most successful category that you kind of discovered through what you just went through, kind of watching what customers are looking for. That's super interesting. I mean, so I would say most recently was probably, I think we launched it in spring of 2023, okay. but we noticed that um, when he was searching for a dress shirt, he would type in Oxford. And a lot of times it was like Oxford or Oxford dress shirt. And okay. the typical, exactly what you would imagine from Ralph Lauren is just right. that like, like that cotton um, Oxford dress shirt. And so we, the product team was like, well, we can make kind of our own version in performance fabrics. And it would, again, looks like an, a real cotton Oxford, but um, stretches and has movement just like our Miss and Main 
core dresser. And so we launched that in, I think it was spring of 23, wildly successful. So we launched it in the white, the blue, and I think a pink, so traditional Oxford colors. And he responded right away and bought, you know, the Oxford plus uh, just a regular dress shirt. So that was um, a great example of something that he'd been asking for and searching for and kind of didn't even knew, know that he was looking for that from, from us. What What's that product called? Because I don't think I purchase that oh, one. Gosh. <laughs> I'm like, I, if you search Oxford, okay. I want to just say it's called Oxford. I don't think it has a name. Okay. I'm All not a hundred percent sure. I'm going to have to look at that one. Yes. Um, very cool. It looks great. Um, so I, you know, obviously the foundation of Mizzenamain was built on really pioneering performance fabrics into this category of dress clothes for men's um how would you define like that role in performance fabrics for your brand and really like how important is that um from a company standpoint as far as like the fabrics you use the quality and the performance to your to your customers i mean it's very important to us we don't make a product that doesn't have performance properties if i think about kind of the ethos of miss and main and he our we've done a lot of work on who our customer is um we call him colin and Colin is very successful. He probably goes to the office most days. Um, he is active, has a couple kids, probably coaches their games. Um, he is is active and and just has a performance mentality lifestyle. He wants a brand that he doesn't have to worry about looking good. So if he has a board presentation or an important meeting or, you know, a date night with his wife, he shouldn't have to worry if, if he looks great, he should just know he's wearing this in Maine. Of course, you're going to look great. Your shirt's not right. going to be wrinkled. You're not going to be sweating. And, and that's super important to us when we look at creating product, like, is he going to feel cool and confident in, in wearing this? Or is it, you know, is it going to be distracting him from, from his, his lifestyle? Got it. Speaking of kind of looking good, obviously fit comes into play there. Um, how, how have you guys addressed fit over the years and kind of what, what initiatives has gone into kind of landing on um, the fits you have today and how important are those to the customer as well? Oh man, I think like in the early days, um, we we did surveys on fit and Kevin was out, you know, talking directly to the customer um, and, and having the customer try things on during trunk shows. Obviously, yeah. we've evolved, evolved yeah. since then. We right. have partners like you guys that um, help us um, help the customer find their their fit. But I would say we're constantly looking at that, um, evaluating what is happening, you know, just to consumer um, sizing patterns and changing and just 
making slight tweaks all the time to ensure that the fit is is accurate and and right for him. Do you feel like that is besides like the fabrics, obviously, and not having to try hard to look good? Do you feel like fit is up there as far as like one of the most important things for Mizanin? Definitely. And that, I mean, we have, I think, a very high repeat rate. Mm -hmm. And I think if the if you make it easy for the guy to come to your to your site and right. know his size very quickly, then of course he's gonna buy the blue and the pink and the green, you know, all the colors that you offer because it's easy for him and he found something that that he likes, it fits him and makes him feel good. Right. And so I think like fit is is critical um for for customer success and for really like lifetime value. Right. I think and you guys also kind of give the customer a lot of options where you have like your classic fit, your trim fit, you can do a long or a short, you have untucked products. So I think like you hit it on the head where you said like once they find the fit that's good for them, then they're gonna enjoy that that fit and buy a lot of other products because you know they found something that they feel is a little more um you know, I guess personalized to the way they want to dress, right? And that's why you exactly. offer all those. Exactly. Oh. I mean, everyone knows how annoying it is when you have your favorite brand and you are like, I bought that last year. I just want to get something new again this year. Maybe it's a different color or a different fabrication and you go to buy it and it doesn't fit. Like that's really annoying. Right. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> making sure that our fit is very consistent year over year and that it's easy for him to figure out, oh, am I a large trim or am right. I a classic medium? And what's the difference between the two? Um, making sure that experience is really good on our website is is really critical for us. Right. And I guess even if one day you do use kind of our data to make your fit better or introduce a new fit, let's say like you'll have the tools to like really communicate and make that process easy for the, the Mizzen consumer. Definitely. I think the more information that you can get from your, from your consumer, you can um, use that data to make company-wide decisions, whether that's, you know, introducing a new product category or like, yes, we should actually shorten the length of something. I think if you're just kind of making those decisions in a vacuum, I think you're probably not satisfying the majority of your customers and like you're kind of talking to yourself internally in in your own building versus right. listening to that feedback or in your case like the direct data that we're getting from from you to make our customer decisions right traditionally you guys have been you know mostly an e-commerce brand but you guys are really starting to grow your store footprint which is exciting i know no denver area store yet but Not hopefully yet. soon um, <laughs> but uh yeah tell tell the audience a little bit about um kind of the success of your stores and the strategy of kind of growing that footprint and what it's meant to the brand yeah, we really believe that retail stores serve as a great billboard for the brand and continue to excited 
continue to be excited about opening um, stores in, in new markets. Our newest markets in 2023 were Scottsdale and San Antonio. And so kind of like branching out from our like core Texas locations into really like Scottsdale is a completely new market for us. So um, it's, it's really fun to see new customers coming into the brand into those stores who have never heard about us before. Um, they get to actually touch and feel and try mm-hmm. on our product. Um, we know once the guy tries it on, like he immediately loves the, especially the dress shirt and comes back and it's like, what else do you guys have for me? And, and the stores mm-hmm. create a high touch relationship with him. So super excited to open up more stores. We have another two it looks like in probably 24 and then obviously more to come in in 25 in future so so yeah we're we're starting to grow very awesome um what else can you share with the audience um that you're excited about what's coming um for mizzen main in the near future well in the near future we um have we've we have really great relationships with um some colleges especially smu and um, texas a&m and so we've been trying and having conversations about um a college licensing apparel um deal so that hopefully to come in 2024 because we know based on the data our customer is really loves um college football and then obviously nfl football but um we want to participate with him in any activity that he does so being Mm -hmm. affiliated with with some key colleges is is definitely a, a strategy and a goal of ours very cool Lastly, you know, before we wrap up, um, just would love to hear kind of your main takeaways and what you've learned over your career career that you would like to share with the audience listening. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Teach us something. I know. I, I would say probably there's two things, um, that come to mind. I, recently saw a quote um, that talked about marketing and it it really resonated with me. And it said, the quote was, people largely use their memories when buying rather than searching. Simply put, the brand that gets remembered is the brand that gets bought. And that to me is, um, shows the importance of building a brand that customers connect with on a deeper level. There's lots of brands out there selling apparel or consumer products, but you all know the brand that that you love because mm-hmm. you connect with it on a deeper level. And then of course, when you're in, in the market um, for something, you're going to buy from the brand that, that really understands you. So I think as we move into 2024, that's probably one of the most important things for me is is creating a brand that that really connects and resonates to our customers. Very cool. I like that quote a lot. Makes yeah. makes sense when I think about my <laughs> own brands that I tend to buy more than other brands. So 
Yeah. Very cool. Well, really appreciate um, you joining the podcast. Um, you know, it's, it's great to have you and appreciate the time. And we're uh, looking forward to our continued partnership with you and the team there. And yeah, excited for what's to come. Yeah, we love working with you guys. You're, you've been great partners for us. Um, so much more to create and build with you guys. So just the future looks bright with you. Thanks, Bethany. Um, Thank you. Thanks, everybody, for listening um, to another episode of Bold Brands. We'll catch you on the next episode. This is your host, Jeff Murgy, signing off on another episode of Bold Brands. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe to Bold Brands or share it with someone that you think might enjoy it. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Thanks again for listening.